Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Okay, imagine this. One of your friends comes to you and says, listen, I think I'm over my boyfriend, but I don't know if I should break up in the middle of quarantining together or not. What advice would you give her? Because you're going to need that today with our very first segment that we're doing called Ask Mom here in a couple minutes on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. Hi, welcome. Welcome to it. First timers. Glad you're here. If you're coming back for, you know, time two, three, four, five, 17, maybe, uh, then thanks. I appreciate that. So this is a podcast that I created because I used to receive these really motivational text messages, still do, but I started getting them when I was going through my divorce. And what my mom told me changed my life. And so one day I put it on social media, like I screenshotted it, put it on social and it went viral. And so people were like, oh my God, this is crazy. This is great. I love it. It's changing. It's, it's good for me too. And it, it, I think what she has to tell you can change your life too. So let's find out if it does today on the podcast. We start every single show talking to my mom. So hello, mom. Hi, honey. I spent some time today, probably more than I should have, um, because I had a friend that said, I love when your mom starts with hi, honey. And... <laughs> <laughs> and she said, I also like the, um, the love you forever. And so I started thinking, I was like, I wonder if I could turn hi honey into a text notification sound. What does that so, even mean? You know, like, so when your phone goes off and it's a text message, uh-huh. instead of like making like a ling noise, it would make like a hi honey. It would say, hi honey. It would be your voice saying hi honey. <laughs> and I was trying to find out a way to like, I was like, I wonder if our very first piece of merch that we have for this show could be a hi honey ringtone to where every time somebody gets a text message it says hi honey <laughs> but then i was like i don't know if everyone wants to hear hi honey over and over and over again or i love you forever i mean how many times do you hear hi honey right hi honey hi honey hi honey like you know it's maybe once a day is fine but mm, more well, than that would be annoying now we have to come up with something better you know i um just bringing you back to the uh, the realism of this whole thing. You know, this podcast is brand new, and we're uh, to almost three weeks. And uh, the guy that I've been building this podcast with texted me today and said, you know, they're ready to start adding ads to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I, which that makes me feel good, but it just, I, 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 I guess I'm just uneasy about it because I. I always have a hard time with business when when I do this, mm-hmm. any of this stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. radio or um, any kind of creative stuff I've ever done. I've always had a hard time on like the selling part of it because to me, it doesn't really feel like a business, right? Like yes. it doesn't feel like I don't get on here every day and be like, okay, I'm going to go in there and make money. <laughs> like if you're a salesperson, mm-hmm. then you go to work every day and you – expect to walk in and sell your product and that's it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I just do this because it just feels like I was naturally supposed to do this. I've been playing radio stations since I was, I think seven years old uh, was the first time I can remember actually doing this. With that being said in the future, at some point, if we're going to continue doing this project, we're going to have to somehow make money off of it in one sense or another. Mm-hmm. So, uh, right now there've been no ads, but in the near future, there may be ads. There may be. So I hope that's, you know, doesn't come off. At, I just, I don't know. This, this still feels so new to me. You know, it feels so mm-hmm. personal. It doesn't really mm-hmm. feel like, like my job, you know? Right. That's because you love doing it. Either that or we're going to, we're going to have to sell a shit ton of ringtones. I'm not sure which <laughs> one it's going to be. 
Hey, every person listening is going to buy them for their family for Christmas because this is a time that we all have to do what we have to do, right? Yeah, We've we were just talking about it off the air. I'm coming in a, a bad mood again today because I uh, I always hate starting these things. What happens is I always start recording these with my mom first, right? And then by the end of the podcast, because I re- usually record for. I just think it takes, you know, hours and hours to record every day. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, I'm usually feeling better, right? But at the very beginning, I'm always if, – if it's been a bad day, I always have to like take it out of the very beginning. I, I think you said it best because I feel like I'm watching – honestly, it's like I'm watching every other person that I know and like things start to progress. I was talking to a friend in radio today and she's about to lock down a job, which that's – don't get me. Don't get me wrong. Happy for. My brother mm-hmm. just sold his house, which is great. Mm-hmm. I'm happy for him, right? But it's hard for me to sit back and see all of these cool things happening for other people. And a, a part of me, as much as I'd love to come on here, I know that all these, you probably listen to other podcasts that are always like, you know, you got to like see all the ups in your life. And I, I have a hard time with it when I see life progress. I think what it is, I'm watching life progress for other people mm-hmm. and I'm not watching life progress for myself, mm-hmm. at least when it comes to where I'm going to go with my life professionally and like where am I going to live? Because again, we've talked about this in previous podcasts. If you're new to this, I can't afford in a couple of months, I'm not going to be able to afford my house anymore. So I don't really know like, am I going to live here? Am I going to like, like rent a place out? I don't, I don't know. You are with just about every single human being in the world right now. Yeah. There's so much uncertainty about what tomorrow will bring because none of us really know what what's in store for us with corona and when things will turn around and when life will get back to some sort of normalcy. Um, We don't know that. So uncertainty makes us uncomfortable and scared. Right. I mean, that's, that's normal. It's normal to be fearful. It's normal to be scared. But we just have to get up every single day and do the best we can with what we have in that moment, in that day. Um, Think about, you know, they say um, plan for the worst and hope for the best. Maybe that's what we need to do. Plan for the worst. What's the worst thing that can happen? Well, my mom just asked me that question off the air. Um, she's like, well, what's the worst that can happen? I'm like, it's really bad. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It's bad. It's not even like, oh, man, worst case scenario is, you know, I just, uh, you know, because I, I, as someone that has natural anxiety, I, I can do that. I remember when I first went to therapy um, this most recent time, and I don't think I was, I was going to actually – admit what was wrong but i remember the first thing that we talked about was that i had my carpet cleaned and that the carpet was still wet two days later and i was scared it was going to get moldy (laughs) and that was like my biggest problem that i had (laughs) (laughs) i lived i really i like lost sleep over it i was really (laughs) super anxious about it like i is really it was like after we had just remodeled this whole house Mm-hmm. And so just the idea of anything going wrong in this house, this hundred year old house that I bought and like had no idea how to fix anything in a hundred year old house, uh, just kind of, kind of added up. But I feel like for the very first time in my life, worst case scenario is pretty, it's pretty grim. I mean, I'm not going to die, you know, mm-hmm. um, no. 
but it, it's I, it can really be not good. Um, right. So I, that's what I have a hard time with. So what's the worst case scenario? Well, worst case scenario is I'm like, <laughs> I lose everything, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's, that's the worst case scenario. Mm-hmm. So that's the worst case. Yep. Just you know, lose everything. So anyway, sleep, sleep well tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the thing. How many things that you worry about actually come true? Not many. So what does fear do to us? It paralyzes us. It causes anxiety. It causes depression. We've got to rise above the fear in whatever way we can. You know, um, I'm going to go ahead and put out my quote for the day because it kind of applies here. And it's from Norman Vincent Peale. And he says, Become a possibilitarian, a possibilitarian. No matter how dark things seem to be or actually are, raise your sights and see the possibilities. Always see them, for they're always there. So maybe we just need to think about that. What are the possibilities in our lives, right? What's the best thing that can happen? We have to remain open to possibilities. We don't know when this coronavirus time will end, but we have to just do the best we can every single day because we're all struggling. We're all struggling. It's hard. My mom is a naturally positive person, and I am a naturally negative person. Um, so, and I work, I worked really hard on trying to, it doesn't just, it doesn't come naturally to me, right? Like I'm just, I'm always, I'm wired to see the bad versus like wired to see the good. And so it's hard when I put this project out because I, you know, I want this to be a podcast. You walk away with feeling better. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I just don't, there's just days I don't feel good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't, feel, right. I, I don't want to be the voice of positivity right now. Like mm-hmm. when things are good, I can be, when things are not good, it's just, I, I just struggle, especially in this format, mm-hmm. being the cheerleader <laughs> when I really just need some cheerleading myself, you know? Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's true for most of us. I mean, in on any given day, our glass is half full or half empty. I have bad days, not as many as I used to, but I'm 67. Um, so but I feel you like know. you've always been positive. I feel like you've always been like seeing the positive side versus the negative side. I but do. maybe that's just you trying to mother me mm. and be that support, be that cheerleader, which I know is not always the easiest thing to be. That's who I naturally am. But who you naturally are is something different, and that's okay. You need to be who you are, and you you need to honor who you are, and you need to honor your feelings um, and just be real. That's what you wanted, right? You wanted to express your real feelings and for me to express mine so that others can feel free to express and be okay with their own. Wherever you are today, it's okay. It's just okay. I'm sitting here mad at myself right now because I have a stack of books, all which I'm sure could give me beautiful insight right now. And I haven't read one of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm the king of like big, like, like a lot of people, especially in this position. Um, and I've been, was very public about my divorce and all my struggles and, and I love it, but everyone always recommends books. And so then I get really excited about reading. I'm going to buy them. And then I'm on to like the next book. <laughs> like I just, it's funny. I'm always like, I don't have any time to read a book. And then I look at my cell phone time, you know, my screen time for the month. It's like every the week, it's like 10 hours a day or whatever. <laughs> but you know, that's time. the reality, isn't it? Oftentimes help is right at our fingertips and we don't grasp it. Yeah, it's true. Okay. So we're starting a new segment today. And uh, I told you yesterday that we're going to do this once a week and we'll see how it goes. And I think it's always nice to be able to get other people's opinions on your problems. I've always said I'm great at giving advice. I'm terrible at taking advice, like <laughs> my own problems, right? Like I can, everybody else's problems I can solve easily. My problems, they're unsolvable apparently. Um, so, and my mom's got a lot of wisdom. So every week we'll come on here and we'll do a segment called ask my mom where you can email me or I'm that guy Kramer at gmail.com. The one I have today was from a DM on Instagram. It's that guy Kramer. You can call and keep you anonymous if you want to. It is uh 888 Kramer K R A M E R eight. So 888 Kramer eight. And, uh, we'll go from there. Mommy ready. Okay, ready. All right, here's here's the message, and uh, I'll keep her anonymous. It says, Hi, Kramer and Nancy. I used to love listening to you on Channel 933 and was so sad when you left. Well, thank you. It's very nice. Happy mm-hmm. that the two of you have started this podcast. Nancy, I love the Pep Talk podcast this week. Uh, another quick plug for my mom's Sunday podcast, which comes out, uh, obviously, on Sundays. But it's like five-minute little like pep talk that she does. Um, I have a question for your new segment about asking your mom's advice. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost two years now. And over the last few months, I realized that he's just not the one for me. And I know that he's wanting to get married, but I just don't feel it anymore. We've both been working at home for the last month and that's only made me realize it more. So here's where I need Nancy's advice. Our apartment, li- uh, lease Please. probably is what it's supposed to be. Our apartment mm-hmm. lease is up at the end of the month. He uh, He's wanting to re-sign another year, but I'm skeptical about it, and they don't offer a shorter-term lease. But I also realize it's probably the worst time to be moving out looking for a new place to stay. What do I do? Do I break up with him and try to find a new place, or do I stick it out another year and maybe hope that things get better? Love you both forever. That's cute. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you for so that. So she is stuck in a situation. I mean, literally <laughs> stuck. <laughs> at home in a situation where uh, she is no longer interested in being in this relationship. And I mean, honestly, it is a terrible time to move. Um, It's a terrible time to do anything, right? We all say like Mm -hmm. our lives feel like they're on pause, but it almost sounds like time's a ticking, you know, Mm -hmm. for, for this situation, because if you get to resign a lease at the end of the month, which it's the 13th that we're recording this, it makes it a little trickier. So let's ask my mom. Mom, what do you think? So, you know, when I look at this, a couple of things stand out for me. First of all, she says uh, that she's realized that he's just not the one for her. Mm-hmm. But at the end, she asks the question, or do I stick it out another year and maybe things get better? So this makes me think that she hasn't totally given up on the relationship. And let's face it, if you are living with someone right now, it's tough. It's tough. I mean, it's putting stress. You're by yourself, and it's tough. I get that. 
But this time is putting so much stress on relationships. There was a divorce attorney today on TV that we were listening to that was talking about how the divorce rate is starting to go up. Well, of course, because we're all with each other all day, every day. And that used to be a joke for retirement. You know, what will you do when you're together 24-7? But now we're with each other 24-7 and we're coming to see things maybe not only in ourselves, but in the other that may we may not like. It's very stressful. So, you know, if I were her, and I am not a therapist, please always remember I am not a therapist. <laughs> I'm I just am, a mom. I'm just a mom who has 67 years of experience with life, okay? Um, but I think, you know, absence sometimes makes the heart grow fonder. I think before I committed to another year of a relationship or living together, I would try to move out and live somewhere else. Maybe that's with a friend, your family, whomever, if you can do that, to give yourselves some space. Maybe what you need is just some space to figure it out. Um, But with two weeks left on a lease... That's the problem, I think, more than anything. Almost like this time crunch. Exactly. So you have to be honest. She's going to have to be honest with her partner that this is just not working for me right now. And that's really hard. But in any really wonderful, rich relationship that's worth having, honesty is the best thing you can have. I feel like that was probably the biggest demise of my last relationship is we just couldn't talk. And that's something that I am like really going to be and still am like very adamant about finding in my next relationship because I feel like so many things can be better if you just talk about them. Uh, I wonder, I'm just because when I got this message, I was thinking, I wonder like, does he even know any of this? Like, does Mm -hmm. he have any idea? Mm -hmm. You got to keep in mind that, I mean, I, I knew in my last relationship that there were definitely signs of things not going well, but I had no idea that we were at the place at like, I, you know, like it's over. So I, I just wonder if she was honest about this, if she would take the same message and go to him and say, listen, like, I just don't know. I wonder if he'd be receptive, you know, to that. And, and, and communication goes both ways. You know, she it can does. go to him, I feel like it and, and say all this stuff and it won't, you know, if he receives it well and say, okay, cool. It's a problem. Let's fix it. But then there's the other side where he could just be like, well, you know, it just, Right. And here's here's my story about that. Here's mine and your dad's story about that. When I realized that I was so unhappy in our marriage, I literally he was he was on the sofa and he was watching a football game or something. And I just walked up and said, I want a divorce. <laughs> we had never really communicated about it. He's like, What the hell? What are yeah. you talking about? Because he had no idea how unhappy I really was because I had not shared it with him. And, um, you know. Now, in hindsight, what, do you feel like that was the best way to do it? Oh, no. Okay. Absolutely <laughs> doesn't sound not. healthy. I'm no therapist, but it doesn't sound oh, like it was a probably a healthy way to handle that. Absolutely not. But I'll have to tell you that was one of our biggest problems was that we did not communicate. Right. We did not communicate about our feelings. Right. And so, you know, through a lot of therapy and grace and mercy, we learned to communicate. And, you know, that saved us because we could be honest, 
not only with each other, but with ourselves. Right. And that took work and it's hard work. It's very hard work. But for us, it paid off. It may not pay off for everyone, but you have to be truthful with yourself. Even if you can't be truthful with someone else, you have to be truthful with yourself. I want to see that Instagram post. I want to see like the picture of you and your partner in <laughs> quarantine together, hating each other. I don't see a lot of those. I saw a meme the other day. It was really funny. It said something like, <laughs> she's like married couples. Y'all okay? I haven't seen any of the, he's a love of my life or he's the one posting a long time. <laughs> Exactly. It's hard to be in relationships with someone 24-7. It's tough. It's trying. It's trying. It's trying. It's like Sadhguru was talking about being in a relationship with all of nature. And someone had asked, why can I be so in love with nature, but I can't love the person that I live with? And he said, because it's all boundaries. If you invited that peacock into your house (laughs) and it shit everywhere and it made a mess, you probably wouldn't love it either. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Maybe your boyfriend could live outside for a while and see if that helps. You know? (laughs) <laughs> who knows who knows <laughs> all right it's getting late over there is dad okay. gonna be mad you think <laughs> no he's fine he has Speaking to cook of dinner shitting all over the floor he I has know. to cook my dinner. dad's very regimented he likes his dinner Ooh. at 6 30 and it's oh, 6 36 yes. right now they're 6 39 so you better go <laughs> okay. all right i love you love you forever good morning steven this is ida well i just was listening to your podcast with your mom and you were talking about church, and I loved it when you said you were a good church boy. Okay, let me tell my side of that story. Yes, you were a wonderful church boy. You sat with me most every Sunday for several years, I might say, because you were just the little wiggle worm. And if you were good during the service, I gave you candy. Yes, but if you were not good, you didn't get the candy, Stephen. Do you remember that? And you looked at me with those beautiful eyes, and you just melted my heart. Anyway, brought back many wonderful memories, Stephen. Love you. Bye. Single people, like, what are we supposed to be doing right now? Do you have any idea? Like what in the world? I've heard a lot from you guys on Instagram on like, how are we handling this thing? I thought I would address it today because I don't know either. It's funny because I have a lot of different perspectives now because I've been through a lot of things. Like I've been single, I've been engaged, I've been married, I've been divorced, I've been now like re-single, you know, which is a totally different single than it used to be. Single the first time was easy, right? When you're younger, I'm telling you right now, if you're under the age of 25 and you are dating, it is like the easiest thing ever because neither of you really have anything, neither of you really have like real jobs or anything. Everything is just easy, right? Dating at 36 is completely different. I'm sure if you're older, uh, it's got to be even harder. If it's like 46, it's because there's a lot of stuff involved. Now, to make it even more difficult, now we're all stuck at home and I've got friends that are still meeting people. I know one girl that actually ended up going on a date the other night and I'm like, what? Like how and why? It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I I read this article today that, um, uh, people are Venmoing drink money 
to their virtual dates while in quarantine. I'll read this to you word for word. It says, with social distancing uh, in place, people are finding alternative creative ways to keep dating. Video chat conferences like Zoom and FaceTime make it possible for people to go on virtual dates. And an emerging trend with people is Venmoing money for drinks to their date. So I guess what you would do is you'd Venmo your date and say, hey, you know, go to BevMo or have it delivered and then we'll just have drinks together. I don't know how I'm supposed to be handling this whole thing. I mean, I've told you before, I've pretty much put my dating life on hold. I don't want to make any decisions right now because I, number one, have no job. And we've talked to, we've talked about this to an extent, but if you're new, I I don't want to date until I like get a job and like know where my life's going to be, right? Like why emotionally get so invested and get things more complicated when you just don't know where your life is going to go. And we've talked to Mystic Michaela a few episodes ago and she was saying, you don't have to wait. Your life doesn't be perfect to like start dating somebody. Uh, but here we are. A lot of you guys, this is like officially one month that you've been in quarantine. And I I just don't know how you're handling the dating situation. I have another friend um, that <laughs> and she listens. I got to be careful with this. Um, but she she has a guy that like comes over and they like hook up and she says he thinks that he's my boyfriend. Uh, and I'm like, well, is he your boyfriend? She's like, well, probably not. Because he's not smart enough. So I'm like, are you just keeping people around? Is this kind of like the holiday dating where you don't want to break up and you don't want to like add anything to your relationships? But yeah, I, I'm really curious. I really want to know how single people, married ones, this is not for you today, okay? Single people, how are you handling the quarantine? Like, what are you doing? Okay, um, before we get to the good news about the coronavirus, uh, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. Okay, today or this week for us is going to be Tell a Friend Week, which all I'm asking is since, you know, the show is free, the price of admission right now is literally just asking you to, well, they actually had a lot of prices of admission right now, a few things I'm asking. Hopefully you can text a friend, uh, somebody that's never heard this podcast before, and just asking them to listen to it and to give you some feedback. And when you get it, uh, send it to me. And that would really be helpful. It would help kind of grow this little family that we're building here, right? I, this Hopefully this podcast does make you feel more connected. I hope that during this t- crazy time, and I know people that have listened to me on the radio before, I hope it's like just a sense of normality, you know, because everything does feel so abnormal, and especially here in San Diego. Uh, hopefully this is like a sense of like, okay, things are, things are okay, even though they're kind of crazy. Um, and so, yeah, if you could do that, let me know. Um, I'm going to have hopefully more info tomorrow about more money that we're using for the money you're donated uh, to feed our third shifters. I'm waiting for a call back from a guy, but I'm going to call him actually right when I'm done recording this to go find out what's going on with that. Working too behind the scenes on maybe getting another project off the ground because let me tell you this. Actually, a really quick side note, side tangent on this really quick is I was reading this article today about how to be happier during the quarantine because, you know, at the first part of the show, you hear me. I'm just like... It's just a lot. It's just a lot. Um, and there's a few things they're saying. Number one is to actually smile, like just smile, eh, like right now, like just smile. Eh. And you seeing people smile can actually make you feel better. So maybe it's watching a comedy where they're smiling. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's, you know, telling jokes. It's hard for me because I'm, I'm literally here with Kiki and Kiki never laughs at my jokes. She's an asshole. Um, but just smiling by smiling. Maybe something on this podcast that makes you smile. Whatever makes you smile 
try to do more of that. For me, it's usually FaceTiming with friends, like people that make me laugh, make me feel good. Um, that's one of them. So that's one way they've scientifically proven can make you feel better when you can't go see other people. Uh, the other one is to do charitable acts, to do things that are going to benefit other people can always make you feel better. And so I, behind the scenes, I'm working on getting another project launched too, that we can help and give back and feel better and Everything else, right? So that's um, that's coming up too. What was I? What, how did I get in the side tangent? Oh, housekeeping stuff. So yes, more info hopefully tomorrow of giving back to our third shifters. And I want to uh, last price of admission for the show is I'm just asking that you can you know rate and subscribe and yeah. Like, I really love that. If you could just leave a little review if you're on Apple. I don't think the other ones let you review, but if you could subscribe. That would make me smile. Really would appreciate that. And at the end of every show, we've been doing these um, uh, good news for the coronavirus. Because it's not just all crappy news, right? It's good news, too. And so hopefully this this makes you smile uh, at the end of the show. Talk about cool teenagers uh, and like things that they're doing. There's a group of Canadian high schoolers that created this hotline that plays pre-recorded messages of positivity. It's called the Joy for All Project and was launched by students at this, uh, it doesn't matter, this academy up in uh, Calgary. And basically they just say they made this free hotline. To, it was supposed to be to make comf- uh, to comfort uh, seniors that are alone, right? But they realized that people from like all ages and all, like, actually, I've, to be honest with you, I've not called the number yet. Let's actually call it right now and see if we feel joy from it um so the number i'll give it to you one eight oh wait one one eight seven seven uh joy j o y for all let's listen thank you for calling joy for all we know that isolation is difficult and we want to keep you company through these challenging times with the voices of children and youth from your community you can select a number of options from our menu to hear stories, jokes, and more. That's cool. Dial one to listen to jokes of the day. Dial you can hear two jokes of the day. to hear today's stories. Okay, here we go. Thanks for choosing this option. We're still out gathering some joy to share with you. We hope that you call back soon for a fresh dose of joy. Wait, what? Bye now. <laughs> Y'all, I just tried to plug the. Okay, hang on. I'm sorry. We have to call this back and see if there's another option because we can't sit here and play. Hi, and thank you for calling okay. Joy for All. Let's try number two. We know that isolation. Granddad and the Dandelion, written by Yannette Levi, translated from Hebrew to English by Annette Pill. Is it possible that you have lots of friends, or maybe you only have a friend or two? Your friends could be children, or they could be adults, or maybe your friends are dogs or cats or any kind of animal. Yes, all of this could certainly be true, but have you ever been friends with a plant? Remain standing okay. there listening to the stories. That's cute. It's Okay, so there you go. So option two works right now. Apparently they have no jokes to share. In other good news, there is a guy in Iowa... A anonymous donor who's being praised for giving away more than $82,000 in food-related gift cards to every single household in a small Iowa town. 
So I guess what happened, there's like this really rich dude and he originally called the mayor and said, I want to do something. And so the plan was to buy a couple of gift cards to their like local bar and grill. And then it just kept getting like upped and upped and up. And it was like, okay, I'll maybe I'll buy 50 and then it turned into 250, then 500 gift cards. And then he was like, well, let me buy one for every household in town, which is only 549, but still that's really cool. So at the very end of it, they didn't just give away a single gift card to every household. He actually ended up giving away $50 gift cards to each local business, to every single person that lived in that town. It's $82,000 this guy gave away for people. And I'll, I can read you the note. It says, uh, Erlingham residents, during these unusual times, there are so many unknowns. An anonymous donor is wanting to help out the community of Erlingham and keeping the economy strong. Close, you will find gift cards to three local businesses Gifted to each household in Erlingham. It's a very generous gift and given to the residents of Erlingham. You find yourself unable to use any of the parts of them. Please drop them off the city hall. I mean, that's crazy. Like imagine just, you know, opening up your mailbox and there's $50 gift cards to, to three different businesses. I mean, that's amazing. Amazing thing to do. Okay. And I leave you every single show with something that made me laugh. Hopefully it makes you laugh too. Yeah. That's the point. Um, so I'm finding a lot of just, coronavirus stuff obviously and it's this guy and i think what he does is like you send him lyrics or poems it'll turn them into like old-timey sounding songs and so um he got these lyrics from the, this poem from this one guy and just it's called i'm gonna warn you here's your fair warning this has the f word in it so you might want to hit the little fast forward 30 seconds button if you got a kid in the car right now or a kid at home uh but it's called stay the fuck at home. The world has caught a virus, so I've written you a poem. We need your help to cure it, so stay the fuck at home. And if you have got 12 kids or you're living on your own, lock it down and isolate and stay the fuck at home. If you think you're not at risk here, you're living in a dome. It spreads faster than a hooker's leg, so stay the fuck at home. I need the gym, I need the beach, I hear you bitch and moan. You need to grow a brain cell and stay the fuck at home, but I feel fine. I don't feel sick I'll go out on my own How thick are you, you selfish prick Please just stay the fuck at home From L.A. through to Berlin, from Wuhan to to Rome There's people dying every day, so stay the fuck at home If you need to contact family, use Facebook, Skype, or phone We've got the fucking internet, so stay the fuck at home Hopefully you are staying the F at home. Hopefully you are uh, having a good Tuesday. Uh, We'll have a good Tuesday. Thank you for listening to the show. So much stuff going on the next couple of days. Uh, I got an episode on Thursday called I Effing Hate Myself. And uh, it's actually hopefully just a wake-up call for you two. The weirdest thing happened to me in Costa Rica. I'm trying to get Hula from, um, he used to be on uh, here in San Diego. Trying to get him on this week too. Got to figure out when. And my dad might come back on again this week too. You want that? Maybe we'll sell a lot of Nancy Yancey ringtones. (laughs) That'll keep me afloat. I'm in the ringtone business now, kids. It's fine. All right. Love you. I will see you tomorrow. Hi, Kramer. Uh, This is Marina. I used to listen to you on uh, Channel 93. I was really bummed out when I saw that you were not there anymore. But I just wanted to thank you uh, for your podcast. Uh, Since the whole quarantine happened, I've been listening to you whenever my son lets me. So I just want to thank you for everything that that you are doing in your podcast because it does give me something to look forward to every day. You're really keeping... Not only me, I'm sure a lot of people encouraged during this time. So thank you so much.
Hey, Kramer. Uh, first time caller here and brand new to your podcast. My name is Eileen, and I actually live in Flowery Branch, Georgia. I'm a member of The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Anyway, um, just listen to your uh, podcast on grief, and I just wanted to tell you how much I appreciated your honesty, um, your rawness, um, just the fact that you were so real. Um, it sounds like you've been through a lot. I've been through a lot as well. I've had different kinds of loss, and it is so true that it does come in waves. It'll hit you. It'll come out of nowhere. Um, anyway, um, and your mom was correct too. I mean, I think it does make you stronger on the other side and you will get through it. So just take time to grieve. And when it does happen, I think you just have to own it and cry it out, which is what I have to do. Keep it up and good luck. And sorry about what you've been through, but I think great things are coming. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.